like clearly I'm in a space where the universe is like, you need to sit the fuck down. You just need to fucking relax and just focus on yourself. And my mind is like, okay, I want to work. I want to, like, I, I have energy now. And I'm just like, oh, I want to do all these things. Yeah. But anyway, I don't want to, let's not, let's not. Listen, How are you? <laughs> I'm feeling, first of all, I hate having both headphones in because I feel like I hear way too much of myself. Um, <laughs> It's like, I feel like I'm in a fucking Who bubble. Who the fuck wants that? Yeah, it's, I need to hear some fucking room noise, okay? It's, it's too much. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in a place where it's like I, I have a lot of things that I feel like I need to do that yeah. are coming up. Huh. Um, and I'm just trying to not stress myself out too much to be like, you know, things that I, don't, I really don't have to worry about for like three months. And I'm like mm. in my head about moving and even though I know that that's what I want to do and and this is like the perfect opportunity to do that there is still a part of me that's really sad about leaving Bonnie oh I know well I I mean I won't assess but fair I I I I uh I think it's a bit more than that but I can understand why why that is the that's the symbol yeah I, I, I understand that. I can understand that. I can understand it even though I don't have attachments like that. I still understand that because I, I do feel like I, I think that sometimes you just, the way that we process things, it's like, good, I've processed it. And then as soon as it's time for change to happen, we're like, wait a minute, hold on. Maybe I didn't process it all the way. Yeah, right. And it's coming up and I just don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much no that's what it, that's exactly what it is it's you yeah. know it's it's I'm gonna be going into a different space it's not really my space yeah around people that I haven't seen in a long time yeah and I don't know, I'm emotional right now that's all right <laughs> I just um uh, yeah I just know it's it's a big chapter in my life that's closing and, and I'm excited for where it's gonna go Right, but um, it is bittersweet. Yeah, it's grown up shit because it's like we, you don't have to go. (laughs) I don't. I know. Right. I know, and and I've and I've thought of that of like, well, you know, I'm not really being pushed out. Like I could stay here, and and Keith would be fine with that. Like less rent to pay. But this is more about when you just know it's time, and it's like. If you don't do it, it's gonna, it's like your intuition is like, yeah, it'll just keep going. And I know, just, I know that yeah. something needs to change. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I know that like the things that I need to grow and change are uh-huh. here. It's a relationship. It's a fucking marriage, honestly. It is. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, Keith and I aren't dating, but it is like a relationship. It's like we've been together since, you know, in this, in this same apartment together since I was 26. Yeah. Well, not only, not only that, like there's Keith, there's LA, there's that room, there's the energy that you created around, you know, it's, it's, it's a whole, it is a marriage. I mean, I think that a lot of times when people are just like, oh, I, 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 when we talk about marriage and talk about how, um, how people so desperately want to be married sometimes I'm like, we, I, I don't think people realize how many things they're actually married to. <laughs> yeah, you know, truly. Say. I know. I feel like I've, I feel like I'm in like the quietest divorce. <laughs> like, 
you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's like, how upset can I be about moving out of like, you know, it's like, everyone's like, yeah, okay. You live with someone for nine years and, but it's, it is, it's, um, it's even, it's bigger than that. It's like, you know, this is where yeah. I had Margo. This is the last place yeah. I had Margo. That's, that's what it is. That's, that's because it's kind of, it's like you're walking away from the energy that you created there with another living thing and now you're leaving and you're not it's not going that living thing is not going with you in a sense it's um oh god now I'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) welcome bitch fucking cancer moon it's it's it it reminds me of when Elliot and I, we, when we separated and we were moving to, even though we we're moving to LA together, we were moving to different places. Mm-hmm. But I remember the day that we got there, he had his place. I had my place. And I was like, do you want to just stay the night, stay at my place until all our stuff gets here, you know, yeah. because it'll be our furniture's coming. And so we didn't, neither of us had furniture. So essentially we were buying two of everything, like two blow, two blow beds, two, you know? Yeah. And I said, do you want to just come stay with me at my place? And he was like, no, I think I should stay at my place. And it was just, I was alone for the first time in 13 years. Yeah. In this empty apartment with nothing in there, but a blow up bed and a few things that I could bring from the on the air on the airplane, you know, just a, a luggage. And I was by myself and it was just really sad. And I was just like, bitch, you asked for this. You said you wanted this. What you doing? What you yeah. crying about? You know what I mean? And it's just like, I was really sad and I just, I just cried all night and I woke up in the morning and I felt like shit. And I took a picture. Um, I posted it on Instagram and I was like, well, I'm here, you know? And I just felt so like, what am I doing here? And then within, gosh, just like a matter of two weeks, I started to feel like, oh, okay. I remember why I left. I remember why, you know? And even when you leave, you're going to have this up and down. It might not be as um, teeter tottery for you as it was for me, because it actually involved like an intimate relationship where I, you know what I mean? But it is going to feel like when you first move, like, what am I doing here? There's like this point of like, there's like this lull of like, I I feel like I don't know myself, but, but, but it's more so you're entering a new chapter of your life. So just like a book, you read the first page. You don't know what the fuck the book is. I mean, well, with you, you like to read the last page. Say, <laughs> speak for your fucking self, dude. You like to read the, read I'm the last seeing, I'm just seeing the last names are on the page so I know who the fuck's still alive at the end. But in real life, Tanjas, you can't yes. do that. Yeah, so, supposedly. Yeah, so it is very overwhelming to be like, shit, I actually really don't know who I am going to be in this chapter of my life. And all you have is your old self and you keep reflecting back to that, but it's like, bitch, you're not there anymore. You gotta, you gotta, you know? So I I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I can, I can, I can, it just feels like there's a lot of shifting going on in the past three or four years. And, um, 
and there's big and it's not just one big shift it's constant it's like mm-hmm. a constant you know constant it's so much changing. easier to leave situations and living situations when I just like you know it, it felt like I had to go yeah like tell 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 Keith to shit in your room and write on the walls <laughs> or something I mean listen neighbor already shit in the fucking dryer so it's not far it just you know what it is I told my mom I told my mom I said you know it's like the dark ages right now. <laughs> it really is. She, she was like, who the fuck knows what's wow. going on on the other side of this? So what a way to put it, you know, <laughs> leave it up to me. I'm like, it's like the dark ages. It's going to be like this for a while. She's like, that's great, Michelle. Um, <laughs> I, I think that it's just, we're in for a real ride, you know? And I, mm-hmm. and I, and I think that, um, you know, this was just the 2020 was just a little appetizer. And I I don't think it's going to be potentially worse necessarily. I just think that it, we're, the wor- world is go- going to be shifting in such a drastic, continuously in such a drastic way that it is going to shake things up. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially it's going to be for our greatest good as everything always is when <clears throat> shit is shaken up. Um, it just takes a while to realize that. Um, and, you know, I just hope that, you know, my heart's still beating when it, when it happens, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's all I can really hope for. Cause I, I you know, I, I have things that I want to do for myself, but you know, it doesn't really matter. Like what's the point of planning? I've always thought this, I, I don't like planning. Cause I'm just like, well, Listen, this is why you're thriving this time. <laughs> why you're loving it. It's like, ah, oh, finally, everyone is staying the fuck away from me. I know my people, friends people are that. finally starting to think oh well they didn't respond back to you on my email oh I guess oh there are things happening in the world <laughs> I guess I could just calm the fuck down my uh, friend yesterday oh what was it two days ago we went out and he goes um I haven't seen him in a while but he goes I'm gonna get you a shirt that says I was quarantining before it was a quarantine <laughs> <laughs> truly were and it was great. Listen, I love the little like only seeing like two to three people a week yeah. or ever. Yeah. Um, that was fun. Yeah. I do enjoy that. There, there yeah. was, I, I will say that stepping into this wasn't as um, so different from how life yeah. was definitely for the years yeah. leading up to it. Yeah. Cause we didn't even see each other that much. I mean, how we see each other now is about how much we would see each other physically when I lived and yeah, that's I, I would see I would see Nikki every week, and I would see you maybe a few times a month. Yeah, and I and 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 we would spend oh, hours. Yeah, spend, yeah, spend the whole night. Know. Yeah, we would spend hours, and then sometimes just like go away or whatever. That's my I, favorite kind. Yeah, I think that I'm I, that I'm kind of like, you know, you want to see certain people, and you just want to hang out, and you want to really vacate. Um. I, I think I think I'm I could do that. I mean, I, I'm always good for a good you know a good holiday, a good going away. I'm a good I'm a good uh, traveling traveling buddy. So I'm always kind of like, yeah, let's let's go, let's let's go experience it, some shit. But right now, um, and I feel like I feel like you know it's the United States that's really really because most of the rest of the world is like, hey, we're back to normal. What you guys uh, doing? Uh, yeah, I have a friend that just moved <laughs> to New Zealand, and it's literally yeah. like they had their first case in a minute, so they're doing a shutdown, and then yeah. they'll go back about yeah, their day. yeah, yeah. I have my 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 forever brother in law. He he used to live in New Zealand. He lives in New Zealand for three years. Now he's in London. He's trying to get back to New Zealand right now. 
and um he's like I should have never left <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah that was not the place to leave because <laughs> London London don't know what it's doing right now oh. <laughs> someone I uh someone I follow uh she's like listen the United States has four years to fucking a few years just to prove to me that it's worth yes. staying otherwise I'm fucking out finishing yeah. my schooling and I'm out yeah I've always I've always said that I've always said that you know I don't know I don't but you know at the same time I my transitioning right now in my life is kind of like it doesn't really matter where I live mm-hmm. you know because I I have to be okay with me. I have to be okay with where, who I am and, mm-hmm. and that my home is me. It doesn't really matter where. And I've never really be, been attached to like a city or anything like that. So um, I, I do know that, that people are just really attached to like their hometowns or wherever. And yeah. I've just, I've never been one of those people that's like, you know, I'll live somewhere. I lived in New Jersey and I talk all the trash about New Jersey. I really <laughs> didn't like it. You know, and I met someone. I was like, uh, yeah, I lived in New Jersey, that trash place. And she was like, I'm from New Jersey. And I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and she was so offended. So but, sorry about it. But the thing is, I was joking, but <clears throat> it was just kind of like, I don't, do I think New Jersey is a trash place? No, I don't think it's a trash place, but I had a trash experience while I was living in New Jersey. So that's what I associated, associated it with. You just see the word trash pop up. <laughs> Right, right. And, but now I look back at it, I'm thankful for the times that I experienced because it got me here. Would I want to go back? Hell no. Yeah. Do I want to live in New Jersey just because I have newfound respect for the moments that I, no, I still (laughs) would never want to live in, I don't even want to drive through New Jersey. So that's off the list. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Pittsburgh is a place that whenever I've gone there on tour, it's always just a weird fucking Oh my experience. gosh. I've been there twice and it was always, it was like the twilight zone. <laughs> Literally, it's like a different plane of existence. And you yeah. drive in and you see all the little lights in the hill. There's like this little hill area you drive into and it, you go in thinking, like okay, this is, the, yeah, it looks like a miniature Christmas set yeah. or something. And you're like, this is adorable. <laughs> so but then you like go to open mics and stuff and it's just, uh, it's just fucking, you just it's meet the most place. interesting people. It's such a weird place. I and went at some twice. point you have to drive through West Virginia and you're like, please let me just get through this fucking oh my place gosh, without West stopping. <laughs> I don't think I've ever stopped in West Virginia. And you shouldn't. Um, I you sh- I shouldn't. have family that live in Virginia. I have lots of family that lives in Virginia, but and I so I've been in Virginia, but every West time Virginia is a place. Every time I drive through Virginia, I get stopped by the cops. It yeah, never oh no, yeah. fails. It Listen. never fails. They're like Black people, no Virginia license plates, pull them over. Yeah, it's, listen, like, it's only dang. ever been racist in West Virginia. It's, yeah. it's you go in the bathroom, it's just have slurs all over the fucking wall. It's <laughs> just for no reason. It's like yeah, a high it, school bathroom. I think me and Mike stopped once on tour to get gas, and he was like, We gotta get the fuck out of here. We right, go to the bathroom. Right. We have afraid. to leave. We have to go. <laughs> I'm a little bit sad that you're leaving LA because when I go back to get my things, I won't have anybody to help me. <laughs> Well, listen, if you were expecting that from the one with the broken back, I feel like you already fucked up. You gotta, we gotta find younger, stronger friends. You're like, what more do you want? I pack, I help pack the fucking thing. I, you know, every time people are like, so will you ever go back to LA? I'm like, no, oh wait, no, I have to, because my things are there. Yeah. At some point I have, I definitely have to go back there. (laughs) 
Jeez, man. And then watch, I go back there and it's like, I, I thought you said you were never going to come back to LA. And it's like, well, I have money now. So yeah, I'm rich now. And <laughs> I mean, the last time you came to visit and you stayed in an Airbnb, you were like, I could do this because it wasn't LA city yeah. proper. Yeah. Yeah. And but I think now, that's the way to go. Yeah. But now with what's going on, uh, yeah, and the way that it's being handled over there, this I'm like, this is not the city. <laughs> Let me tell you, they're still charging for parking and shit. Oh my bastards! God, yeah, listen, Ugh. this is no good, no good at all. First year I moved to LA, I just remember I got so many fucking parking tickets, and I was like, I swear to God, I can read signs, and I swear to God, I never, I rarely it's, get anything I'm telling like this. You, it's it, that uh, place. It's it's New York is like that as well, but I I you get away with it more in New York than because I drove when I lived in New York. I actually on Sunday went to a a market. It was like a Sunday market and I saw a live show. Um, It was just like, it wasn't, everything was all good. I mean, people were wearing masks obviously, but everybody's outside walking around, spread out, nice sunny day. (laughs) And I met up with some friends that I hadn't seen in a long time and they had just moved back to back here to mm-hmm. from from New York because they were in the city. Yeah. And my friend goes, she's like, you know, it was okay. It was like a ghost town when it first hit. And then it was okay. And then it became a ghost town again during this past winter or whatever. And she said, and it just felt hopeless. And I was like, oh damn. I said, well, you don't want to stay nowhere where it's hopeless, girl. No, and, those are not the words you want. Right. And she describe. was like, and she she goes, not for those rent prices. I was like, I know <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so now they're living on the beach. I mean, Miami that's, beach. that's the thing. If you're in, if you're in, uh, if you're in a major city right now, but if you're specifically in New York City or Los Angeles and you can't go out and do anything and it's feeling hopeless and you look at how much you're paying every month in rent. Yeah. She's like, it, it just doesn't. It'll break it, your mind. Right. That's what she. <laughs> it, will, it will literally destroy you as a person. Like, yeah, she was like, I just can't make sense of doing this. No. You know, you when start I to can't... question your whole life. You start to look around like, what the fuck have I been doing? <laughs> this was ever okay. When you start, you got everyone's on Zillow right now looking at like the prices of anywhere else but here and like the They're home selling they new have. brand new homes in Italy for 9,000 euros. And, and cheap ones. I think ones, we got to move to Italy, babe. And cheap ones. <laughs> For one euro, my mom sends me this link and she's like, they're selling homes in Italy. And I was like, is this your way of telling me I should leave? Um, Cause I got one euro. Oh yeah. And, but it's like a one euro is like a fixer upper. Yeah. And also- um, Listen, we could go in on a nice one. We could. We could, we could, we could fundraise for this. Listen, don't try me girl. Cause you know, if you're like, Hey, listen, I found a house and I- I'm always up for an adventure. That's why but, I love you. You know, when when people talk about Sagittarius and they start talking about like how we're always up for it, and I'm like, that is me. If listen, if if anybody called me and was like, listen, I'm really thinking about moving to Italy and I felt like I could do this. What you saying? I'd be like, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I know you would. Let's do it. And you know what? They would drop out before I would. It would, it would, <laughs> it would turn into my plan. And don't ever, was, yeah, don't ever call a bluff on a Sagittarius. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Cause I'm a doer, bitch. I do it. 
You tell me this is what we're doing. I mean, I'm that, like, All that right, would be go. that would be cute as fuck. Us in Italy, season five. <laughs> <laughs> From our veranda. <laughs> um, before we get into this, uh, okay. let's tell let's tell everyone who we are. Oh, uh, oh yeah, this, man, this is man, no if y'all don't know detective. who we are right now. Come on now. Yeah, listen. It's unfortunate you clicked on this first episode. Go familiarize yourself no <laughs> lies detected podcast we talk about the truths you need to know the lies you tell yourself i'm megan Tonjes. those dirty dirty lies i'm michelle moore hell yeah um we got okay so first of all i'm gonna pat myself on the back today because i've been I'm putting mad. off uh organizing the email for fucking ever still not entirely sure like some of the emails, emails from like, did two, we read 2019 this? <laughs> there are a few from 2018 2019 that feel a little bit more pressing and um you know, so sorry again. I'm, and you know, pat myself on the back again for the outgoing message that people get, letting them know that if it's an emergency to call nine one one because Listen, we cannot help. Well, we could still pull up old emails and read oh, them. And and we will answer the, You know, oh, I'm leaving the date out of everything. Yeah. So this, it, even if it was three years ago, and you were like, I need to know this about this thing that's happening this week. It's a lesson Maybe for some everyone. New, new perspective. I'm pretty sure you could still get some perspective from. There you go. Somewhat, I somewhat organized the email, went through, um, also uh, divvied up some of the emails between no lies detected, no lies detected updates, no lies detected voicemails, and no <gasps> I lies detected about voicemails, no lies detected under 25. Because this week, oh, <laughs> Michelle oh. sent me a voice note. Do you want me to play the voice note? Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening to, well, I started listening to it. I don't know if I can finish listening to it, but start listening to the latest No Lies Detected. And I uh, would want to, I'm just going to speak for me, move in the direction where I'm not. I'm not going to respond anymore. I'm choosing not to respond anymore to anyone who's writing in who's under the age of 23 because I just feel like um, that's just where I'm at. <laughs> that is just where I'm at. I, I don't like commenting on things going on with children because I feel like they need to do what whatever it is that they need to do. Um, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing for myself because I, I don't know what, what I can, what, what I can offer. Um, I just, I don't feel like I can offer anything to anyone who's under that age writing in about, you know, high school boyfriends, college stuff. It's going to be particular. I'll leave it to the particular things. Um, cause you know, some people actually do have some serious issues, but when it comes to that kind of stuff, I'm just going to, I'm going to let, I'm going to let you answer those questions. I'm, I'm just going to agree with you. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Girl, I don't know the age range of our listeners. I've seen it. And I think it said it's like 25 to like 36 or 37 or something. But I just, I want to, I want to answer questions that aren't like Yahoo. Um, yeah. (laughs) 
that's that's what I, I want people to understand that we're not Yahoo and that they should really be thinking about what they're asking. Because if they're going to ask questions like that, then they should probably just save it for Yahoo or Bing or whatever. Ask Jeeves. There we go. Please. Um, so, you know, a, an official decree. I just, this, this is the thing, y'all. And I, and I need to say this. Um, um, I'm a whole ass woman. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm a grown up and, um, I'm going to be 40 this year. And I, I, I love y'all. I do. I really do. And I, I appreciate your, your listens and your ears and your dedication to yourself and all that stuff. But I just cannot and w- refuse to answer questions that are on a low vibration. I just can't do it. Um, and a lot of the questions that are low vibrational are the ones that could stem from high school, college stuff where it's it's just, it's a rite of passage, truly. It's not really even a knock on the question. It's more so the questions I don't like hearing young people, 18, 19, 20, 20, being so stressed out about how they're handling stuff and how they, how can, how can I be handling things better in this situation? You can't be, you're a teenager. You're, this is, you're supposed to be experiencing these things in this way like this. So if you can get information on how to better um, approach it by listening then by all means, sure, do that. And this is not to discourage y'all from writing in because I think you should still write in because not every single email from that that age category is about that. And truly, but, we get some 30 and 40-year-olds that write some 17-year-old shit. Right, we so do. the low we vibration do. still exists. Yeah, it, it, has no, it really doesn't have any age limit, to be honest with you. But with an older person, with someone who's older, I could cuss them out. You know what I'm saying? Cause I could say, yeah, deeply exfoliate. I could, I could, and when I say cuss, you know, I, I mean, um, you know, the Sagittarius way of really just gingerly and lightly and brutally telling you that you're being ridiculous. I can't really say that to an 18 year old. Yeah. It's not as fun to say that to someone that's 18. It's much more fun to say to someone that's 36, get your shit together. <laughs> okay. Because you, you're 10 years past where this was cute. And truly, yes. your 30s is really a time where you you need to have some of those moments where you did not handle it fucking correctly. So you can look back and be like, all right, we're not doing right. that anymore. And right. I'm making the conscious choice. You know what's so funny? Yesterday, I wrote I wrote um, in my stories and I said, you know, I wouldn't want to be anyone else but me. Uh, I feel sorry for people trying to figure out if I'm being sarcastic or if I'm being serious, because most of the time... I don't really care. And, but I exist in this world. And when I say I don't really care, what I mean is like, I'm not attached to the ideas of things. So that's why it's easy for me to not choose a side. I'm just kind of like, I have an understanding of this side and an understanding of that side. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes when you speak, like for instance, if I say, when I start talking about uh, race and I start talking about being a black woman and but you know that's just something that is so I can I speak about it but I don't hold to this um, way of thinking that I need someone to come rescue me or I need you know I don't I don't I'm not that type of person mm-hmm. so when I speak about 
things most of the time. I'm just assessing what it actually is. I don't really have an opinion on it really, um, but I can also see where, where things are unethical and speak on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But not also be so desperately passionate about it that it, it becomes my cause. Yeah. And I think that most people roam the world with a cause. And I find people like that pe- fascinating, which leaves me to find most people fascinating because most people roam <laughs> the world say, yeah. <laughs> with a cause. I don't have a cause. Yeah. I don't have a cause. My only cause is me. But- <laughs> I'm only really concerned about because I said, even keep the Eartha kid out of that fucking life. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, I, well, my I, I said that you know the only time that I'm ever concerned is if I'm in danger. But even then, I accept. <laughs> I accept the danger. Listen, that comes from first of all, I, you being born into this world knowing it was bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that being reminded to you throughout life because of the world that we live in and the deep spiritual healing that's taken place to get you so fucking removed from this bullshit (laughs) human experience that keeps overlapping over and over again and makes no goddamn sense. That is the perfect word, overlapping. Yeah. Overlapping. You you are the rare individual that I feel like... um, does something once doesn't like it and then never does it again which is what you think the majority of us would be but uh, I can speak from personal experience sometimes we we, it's not even a love thing but I guess when you break it down we must on some level be assigning love to it because we keep doing it uh yes remember we we keep running into it trying to learn it differently but it really just comes down to now it's the first time I love that you brought that up because you and I went in on that woman in that documentary. I, I didn't finish watching Wait, which it. Which one? The Cecile, Cecile Hotel one. Oh, the, the, yeah. And there was that woman in the first episode where, okay. Favorite I thing. To, I find I, like murder documentaries and then I send them to Michelle and I get voice notes back and it's my literal favorite. <laughs> so she tells me, she's like, she's like, what? You'll never guess yeah. what 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 it's about or whatever, whatever so I still haven't finished watching it I haven't even, I, I got like oh, so I you don't like even first, know what happens no I watched it the first 15 minutes I'm gonna finish it though <laughs> yeah but I'm, a, I'm watching I'm watching it and I'm like there's a woman who manages this this hotel yes. where murders are happening people are missing in the hotel oh, there's yeah. rapes happening people are calling 911 three to four times a day right and she's sitting there talking about it like she's a victim to it and i said to megan i was like i can't stand people like that i was like she why does she just say she loves her job because no she she can she, I'm staying at a job where I'm not getting any benefits for a paycheck and my life is in danger every day. No, people are like, have sniper rifles and they're just, you know, uh, yeah, Honey, just the, come the out hallways and say are sticky. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> listen, I, t- listen, that part stick stuck with me. That sticky part. You, when they said, and the floors were sticky and I was like, yeah, but it's carpet. Ew. How is carpet sticky? I got many questions. Um, the the thing about the manager too was that it wasn't even just, I mean, I, it kept certain, again, when you finish this, you'll see it circles back even more to like sort of this victim thing. But 
wasn't bothered at all to the degree that anyone I know would be bothered. Like very right. speaking about it as if what I said to you was she read a book. She read many books in this place before she, she even applied for the job. And she was like, I want this job. Yes. Yes. She mm-hmm. went in with a mission because, and I, you just, you can tell that she was super into what was happening and uh, was sad to see it go, you know? Really? Truly. truly. Um, I want to give, so we have a, an update email. Ooh, update, yes. And there's a little bit of a question. At the I end. feel like when we have update n- emails, we should have like a little like song that goes in between like a perfect update 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 <laughs> i can't wait to edit that oh my god <laughs> now first of all this not only addresses you and me but it also addresses sakar <laughs> so oh god all right now careful I'm, now i'm gonna forward it to him all right um, maybe he answered the question. Maybe he was part of answering the question okay. that came. So this was from someone who, uh, 20-year-old college student, um, their mom, they were getting arguments with their mom and their mom basically was like, you're being nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they were sort of at a loss of if they were actually being, if they were just being too sarcastic or like. I think was- I remember that. I think uh, I remember that. So. The update email says, I'm an anonymous college student who wrote to you in 2019 about how my mother viewed my personality. Thank you for responding and giving me insight to how I was viewing the situation. You made me realize I was leaving myself by putting my mother's opinion above my own. Mm -hmm. I love my personality and way of communicating. I say exactly how I feel, point blank, blank. I really needed you guys to make me see that my mother can have her opinion, but no one will know me better than I do. That's right. Your podcast has made me realize that my mother is a human being outside of being my parent. I can now separate her from the parent role and learn more about her as a human as she starts to learn more about me. Our communication has gotten a lot better because of this. And even if she has problems with something I say, my feelings aren't hurt like before. Your podcast has really helped me strive to improve my relationship with myself as I get ready to graduate and enter the real world. I realized that I wasn't having a healthy relationship with myself. So the goal has been to change that but I feel that I'm not prepared to adequately learn and love myself through the changes to come once I leave school. Do you have any advice or tips for adapting to the many changes to come as I grow more and more into my adult self? Love you both and wishing you well. Well, if you listen to the beginning of this podcast and you heard me at 35 goddamn years old crying about <laughs> <laughs> about moving, uh, you're going to realize that there's nothing really that you're going to learn at 19, right. 20 years old right. that's going to bypass you through the right. heartbreaks or the frustrations or the moments where you don't say the thing or you don't get right. it right. right. Um, I, I guess the beauty of, um, like I said, d- don't get me wrong. I love getting the emails from younger, the y- younger audience because um, it gives me an insight to what you guys are dealing with still that are very similar to the things that I was dealing with when I was your age. And also uh, um, it just changes as you get older in terms of the, the gravity of it. But essentially, um, I, I just want, I want y'all to know that who you are in high school, you continue to be that person through the rest of your life. I just want you to know that. Okay. So, and I'm I don't a snarky need... choir theater kid. So here we are. <laughs> what, and I want, and I want you to, I want you to know, um, that and Sakar had said that to me um once he said you know I just believe that we are all still our high school selves 
roaming about, still trying to make sense of the world. And that was such a profound thing because I was like, yeah, because I don't feel any different than I did. Like who you see now, you know, the way that I speak, this is who I was when I was in high school. And but to a lesser degree in terms of my knowledge, there were yeah, things that you, I just- You have I, more I, things happen, you pick up more and you wield it a little bit differently. Right, right, right. But essentially who I am is who I am. And um, and we can grow, huh, how can I explain this? It's kind of like, um, <clears throat> okay, this is how I can explain it. If you plant a flower or plant a tree, or a seed, you plant a seed and then the the seed becomes a a tree or a plant or whatever. That seed is still a seed that has grown a tree. And there's a tree that has developed and, or a plant or whatever that has developed, but it still came from the seed. Everything was in that seed. Right. So your high school self is the seed. And, um, and you're going to change, obviously, and you're going to grow, but you stem from that seed. And so that's why I say it's a rite of passage. It is a rite of passage to go through the experiences as a young adult um, without the weight of like, I, I got to get this right now. I got to fix this. Because as you can see, like Megan said, in the beginning of this conversation um life don't it doesn't stop doing what it does and so you're still gonna have to keep trying to you know maneuver yourself around it and you'll change and grow and experience and my whole practice and what I'm trying to explain to y'all and the way that I live my life is that you just gotta let things happen and whatever chapter you're in in your life is how you'll handle it. it. It's not really like there is no right or wrong way. There's no right way to do anything. There's no wrong way. There is only your way. And as you get older, your way will start to change. You'll start to handle conversations differently. You'll start to respond differently. You'll react to less things. That's the that's the case. That's the hope. Is that what you you know that that your high school self like you don't live your twelfth grade year over and over again the same year. You know you, that's not really what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you stem from that person. That's where your that's where your seed is. So um, you have to make I, mistakes. Yeah, you do. You do. And I feel like, and I even think like we, we could, if we could even find another word for mistakes, because mistakes makes it seem like it's wrong. And I just, and I don't think that anything that you could do in your life ever is wrong because it leads you somewhere. It leads you to wherever you need to be. And I think people look at death as uh, so, so final. Like if I die or if I do something that, that, makes me die. Like if you have a drug addiction or whatever, then that person didn't live a full life and they did it. And, and I just don't see it as that. I feel like Mm -hmm. we all have a story that's written and we're just walking in that story. And sometimes, sometimes it ends in something tragic, but that's not, that doesn't shorten the space or the life of the person who is living it. Right. It, it really doesn't. I think it diminishes our humanity to be like, oh, they could have been something, but they died. Yeah, it's well, that, just, that's how they, people break it down. And so no wonder yeah. it's everyone's afraid to make to, 
for lack of better term mistakes, because you think, oh, if I don't do this all in the right way, in a way that people can look back at in a certain way, then I'll always be this thing. I'll always be my worst moment or my last day. And that's unfair. It is. That's so unfair. It's unfair to people who have addictions or have suffered abuse or have been in situations where you know, fleeing their countries or whatever, you know, all of there's so many things in life that we all have to face and struggle and, and deal with. And for me, like, again, I'm, I can only speak for myself, but I refuse to be this person, this woman, this, that happens to be black that I had to spend my whole life fighting to prove that I was good enough or that I, I deserved rights or whatever. I'm more, I'm much more than that. I'm much more than that. And I don't, I don't want to um, carry that in my head that I can't be greater than the stamp that the society puts on me. And, and I feel like that should be for any young person that should be for any uh addicts that should be for anybody who has anything that is looked at as um not enough or you know you're not quite there yet um yeah you start to you're kind of made to feel and you can accept it very easily i think a lot of people that you in order for you to get this next level you have to prove that you're you're deserving of it yeah right because i don't think that there's there's a waste of a life um, I'm saying that now, what is today? February. I don't know what today's date is. So if you go back and you listen to something that I've said and I'm like, oh, he wasn't done cooking, you know, I've changed my mind. All right. So I, I think that I do think that it's true. I changed my mind now. I didn't change what, what I was saying then, whenever I said it, I believe that. So that stuck, that sticks. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that that's another thing is like, you can believe whatever whatever you want to believe when you believe it. And if you change your mind, we talked about this at the webinar. When somebody asks you something that holds you to something that you've said or you've done or you've been in the past, and they're trying to get answers from you about, well, you said this, oh, just say I changed my mind. <laughs> just say that. End of conversation. Yeah, I changed my see, mind. see, see them struggle to continue that conversation. Right, because for sure. you're accepting. Yeah, I did say that, and I was that person, but I'm not anymore. So next, what else? You're allowed to move on. You're allowed to grow from who you were, and at 20, 21, 22, or whatever, you're going to be doing a lot of turning over. Trust me, in just in your twenties alone. Okay. Well, I thought you said that person mentioned mentions the car. They, I think that they did. It's already been oh. moved to a different folder. Oh, it's gone okay. now. It's gone forever. <laughs> so sorry. I deleted it out of my head. Yeah, I do. I, <laughs> you don't. Oh, no, no, no. There was, I, I, that was the, f- wait, no, the there was like, the there update. was an update. There was an update with a little question that we did. Oh, that, okay. there was an update with a little, a tiny question that spurred the first hour and a half of this podcast. Okay. Okay. So let me tell you something. This is the reason why I try to tell, I try to tell, um, um, uh, Megan all the time don't give me any hints or spoilers because you know what let me tell you how my mind works okay that's all I focus on that even when like if you say you said they mentioned Sakar, all I was listening for, it was for that I wasn't even hearing what you said so once you got to the third sentence they had mentioned him yeah I was like well I don't when is it coming yeah so you I'm, were like, in- I'm here to receive messages for Sakar, right. and I have not heard one yet <laughs> 
And so I do the same thing for movies. I like, I can watch a whole movie. And if somebody's giving me like an idea of what the movie's about, that's all I focus in on. And, and I'm not able to differentiate what's actually what happening. I said to you the, the other day that you were like, what the fuck? And it wasn't even, it, I, I, what I said isn't even something that happens in the show. It was just like the general, it was um, uh, Murder on Middle Beach. Yeah. And I said, uh, Oh, it was the title of the episode. Oh, well, yeah, I did ask so about like, it. Are, are you on, on the sister's, sister's episode? episode? And I was like, Megan, and she was no. upset. And I was like, bitch, it's the fucking title. I don't know. I'm just <laughs> asking you if you're on the third goddamn episode. I fucked up. I'm sorry. Because uh, you say sister's episode and I'm like, it's sisters. And I'm just focusing on sisters the whole time I'm watching. Yeah, it's, it's not like a you problem, actually, now the more that we break it down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> you said sisters and it made me feel this way. Okay. So <laughs> I said, like, there's a, there, a character. There's um, a sister on uh, Murder in Middle Beach who is just, the more that gets unveiled about her character, you start to see it's a little topsy-turvy. Yeah. And I said something like, you just know that everyone, or like something like everyone, everyone got drunk voicemails from her. Oh, no and way I they said, I haven't gotten to that part, Megan. Yeah, you were like, I haven't gotten to that part. I was like, oh no, that's not a part you get to. That's me imagining off camera what happened in between the things that are happening. Cause I just don't oh, believe for a second. She's not calling her messages. niece and leaving shitty drunk. Listen to the way she's talking to her nephew. She's, yeah, I she mean, was slurring those words. Yeah, listen, that, that the niece knew exactly how she felt because she's been getting, or maybe the number is blocked, don't know. Uh, they need to, we need to uh, get some advertising money for this. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about Listen, this. Uh, <laughs> Murder we'll on tell Middle you Beach. to go watch Murder on Middle Beach once they pay us. <laughs> but like, also go watch it. Okay. Quick, quickly, let's talk about, uh, you had the webinar. Yes, we did. It was fun. It went very it was, well. It did. It was a really nice time. We had um, drinks. We had breathing such. I am buttoning my pants. Um, next day, I, the next day, my fucking sternum hurt from tapping it so goddamn hard saying I am love. <laughs> I should have said gently. <laughs> God dang, girl. I mean, I wasn't hitting it that hard, but I bruise easily and my bones uh, are brittle. <laughs> yeah, it was a really nice. I loved it. I love that. I, I, I would love to do that again. We did some readings. Some oh, of, uh, it was so good. Michelle said some things to people didn't even say anything. And she'd be like, uh, you're no one's mother. And then like, how did you know? Someone would be like, yes, I am sitting here raising my siblings. How did you know this? <laughs> like Michelle is just delivering messages. Just like, okay, yeah. So you have a brother, right? Younger than you. All right. Like just down the line. So good. It was fun. It was really fun. And I, and I hope to do that again. I think the next one I want to do is a twin flame one because oh I see you, people using twin flame all the time and I always think about you because I'm like I don't think y'all know what that means you are your twin flame <laughs> wow, but you didn't know sense. that all right so, well I guess yeah. we have to sign off we do for the for the moment but um thank god our emails are organized and you can send more to no lies detected at gmail.com even if you're under 25 still even if you're in. under 25 it's fine we'll put you in the under 25 club you can find me at Megan Tonjas on most things. I'm Michelle Moore all over the place. Do better, right? Or be better. Fuck. Be. <laughs> Do both. Be best. Do better. Be better. We dare you. And incriminate me however you want. Have fun, bitch. <laughs>